Welcome to Reading for Attention, the weekly podcast where me, Paul, and me bezzy mate Sarah chat about a recent book whilst drinking a carefully selected beverage. Now, why have we committed to reading a book every single week and talking about it in a public forum? Well, the same reason me and Sarah do anything in life, for attention. I've got an easy peeler, actually. I could just pop a segment of that in it. This is Sarah's solution to the fact that she doesn't have Quantro for the Cosmo. <laughs> a segment of an easy peeler. I think that's, that's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Well, it'll make it taste nicer because all I've got at the minute is vodka, cranberry juice and soda water. I've added the soda water because it is the middle of the work day. And we'll be going oh. back to work after this. Yes. Got a very weak one. Yeah, I didn't I didn't put a quad in. Just a triple. I served someone a quad last night. God, I'm really it's... outing myself for sackable offences here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my work. god, you're still at the theatre. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I just can't quit Paul. I'm too scared. Do that, I'm what's sorry. it called? Quiet quitting. Well, I have. I've just phased out my hours, but then they call me last night. I was like, right, bye to my manager. And he went, you're a fucking part-timer, because I did leave a bit early. <laughs> oh. It's just really cold. I wanted to go home. <laughs> right, can I address the elephant in the room? Yeah. The fact that I can't really move or laugh. I know. What's happened to you? So, yesterday, I fell over. <laughs> you joking? You fell over? I fell over multiple times this winter, but... I fell over on the wheel. <laughs> oh God! And Sorry. I don't. I don't. And honestly, I was not. So this was in the morning on the way to work. Felt absolutely nothing all day. I had my Christmas party yesterday. Was out till like eleven. Fabulous, fabulous, yeah. fabulous. Then I woke up this morning. I sleep on my front, and I was in agony. Oh my God! And I had to like lie on my back and. Michael's had to do it. Michael had to put me socks on. Um, I know, which is great for me because I already do barely anything. <laughs> I was going to say, that was surely the last thing left. I know. Well, he took the bin out today. I was like, great. I've finally done it. Um, <laughs> but I, I feel like that Friends episode where Rachel falls on the... Monica hits her with the roller skates and then yeah. Ross has to go and help her get ready for that thing. It's like that painful. I'd, I'm worried I've punctured my lung. But well, I just I don't understand how I didn't feel it all day. Well, maybe did you fall over? Were you really drunk last night? As in, do I did I fall again and not remember? Yeah. No, you it wasn't. I wasn't that drunk. <laughs> I wasn't drunk enough to do that. Alcohol is great for numbing pain. That's Emotional true. Emotional and physical. <laughs> yeah, it's a great. Uh, Great remedy for anything, I would say. Anything. But my hip as well is proper sore. Shit, have we got bruises? Weirdly, no. Is that concerning? Does that mm, mean I've got yeah. internal bleeding? Well, what is a bruise if not shallow internal bleeding? Well, I've never thought about it like that. Speaking of shallow. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> we went, oh, there's pigeons kissing on the balcony. Oh, we went oh. to play darts with. Laura Nizzi on Wednesday 
right in, like a cool dots but not we didn't just go to the pub to play dots it was it's like you right. know dots fun dots and then afterwards we went a retro bar and there was a <laughs> there was a piano a man or a person i'm gonna say person playing the piano and doing karaoke so me and laura sang shallow did you oh fuck i really miss out on these eh, it was fun it's been it's very it's been a very festive week are you feeling festive Nah. Are you not? Nah. Um, I just feel a bit indifferent. Like I'm you. So there have been periods in my life where I've gotten really into the festive spirit. Mm. Have lived, love, laughed my way through December. Mm. And then there have been periods where I've not been festive at all and been really fucking sad about it. I'm not festive and I don't give a shit. Really? I'm always festive. Yeah, you are. Quite a jolly man. Um, no, I don't care, but I think it'll be like when I'm I'm going home next week. Yeah, week today. And me and some of my girls have a little Christmas tradition where we go out on Christmas Eve and get absolutely fucked. Yeah. Um, I think that's when I'll be like, oh, exciting. But like a lot of my family aren't around and we're not doing a traditional roast and we're not doing presents this year. So I'm just going to go home, probably argue with my brother for a bit and then come back. You're not doing Christmas dinner? Nah. I make it uh, two. Two. What are they called? Um when you roll um what's it called? You roll Wellington. Pastry. Wellington. Two of them instead. But obviously with the other roast dinner stuff. Well yeah, my mum said oh, we won't we won't do she went, will we do Yorkshire's? And I was like, sorry, are you on crack cocaine? And then she said, well, I'll tell you what, instead of roasties, we'll do Dauphinois. Why can't we do both? Okay, so it's basically a roast dinner, just with a Wellington instead of... Okay, good. I thought you were going to say you were having a Chinese or something. Oh, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. I've been... What have I done? I've been to Winter Wonderland. That was... Michael gets really excited about that. I think he's one of the only people in the world who loves it. Um, But we actually had a fantastic time. We even (laughs) went on a roller coaster. (laughs) Did you? Have you seen that one of them, one of the big uh, bulls came off its spring the other day? Shut up. The Winter Wonderland? Mm, yeah. There was a one couple of the in it. Balls came just... off the spring. What do you mean? So you know, that big, there's that big ball that slingshots into the sky. And people <gasps> sit the yes. I watched people. Yeah. One of the strings snapped. No. They're all right, though. They're fine. Did you hear that? You know that catapult thing at Winter Wonderland? Oh, yeah. Hey, two boys rescued. Eek. Oh, it was literally yesterday. I'm going to watch the video really... now. I can't watch videos like that. I find them too traumatising. I don't get it. I yeah. can't see anything. All oh, right. Yeah. But anyway, well, that's tragic. But it's not because he didn't die. Okay. Um. Yeah, sorry. You've been to Winter Wonderland. We've been uh, the most... Christmassy pub in London. If you just Google Christmas pubs, it comes up. It's got like three thousand Christmas trees outside, like stuck to oh. the side side of it. Oh. That was great. Just lovely Thai food. Went to play the dart. Had my work Christmas party yesterday, and I uh, take back what I said. It was much more boozy than I thought. Yeah. So that was nice. And then today, Sarah, it's mm. my last day. Fuck the fuck off. Is it the last day? I can't just. I can't do any more. So I'm just. Finishing the day. Ah, oh, you know, son of a gun. I'm gonna I'm go not... to the pictures on my own. 
Oh, yeah, what are you going to see? The inner Sharon. Yeah, yeah, I don't think uh, that would be on Michael Street, really. Doing that on your own on a weekday is decadence. Did I tell you, I had a week off, just a random week off in September, no, October. Um, and obviously, if you just take a random week off, no one else is off. So I was a bit like, ooh, mm-hmm. now what? And I went to the cinema by myself and I went and I just didn't, I didn't check the times. I just went to see what would be on. Isn't that the most, and I've got a coffee Whoa. before. And I went and I was like, what's the next show in? Oh, Sarah. Isn't that just powerful? Gorgeous. Yeah, I felt, I couldn't even focus on the film because it, all that was replaying in my head was that moment. <laughs> oh, <laughs> me ribs. Oh. I want to say don't make us laugh, but then the podcast will be really shit. Although it does feel quite mellow, but I like it. I know, I feel it's just calm, isn't it? It is calm. I think it's because we're both at work. <laughs> um, speaking of annual leave, yeah. something that I hate mm. is when people can't take their annual leave. Well, it's a lie, isn't it? When I'm too busy. I can't bear it. And it's more, more than 50% of people. I've got so much leave to take. We'll take it then. Yeah, Go and get yourself a fucking life and yeah. do something. Oh, I can't possibly. I need to carry over 15 days. Well, if, you, if you're carrying over that, you're not going to take it because you can't even take this year. Yeah, exactly. You're not weird... going to then have 45 days off. Yeah, well, I, I... I use every, every last ounce of it. Guess what, though? I've got some left over, but it's because I started halfway through, well, not halfway through the year, like the very beginning of last year. Mm. And I don't really do that much work when I work from home. So I've just said I'm not going to be in the office next week. So essentially, I get to carry over five days and have five days off next week. Oh my God, they are so lucky to have you. <laughs> Aren't they? Both the theatre and the other place. <laughs> Wouldn't it be quite bad if I got fired from both at the same time? Oh well. Better hope they don't listen to this. Yeah, nah. I'm guessing your secret lover didn't <laughs> listen to last week's podcast. Well, he might, might have done. He's still not asked me to be his <laughs> Oh, yeah, maybe he has. And he's like, no, I'm not ready. <laughs> but use. so this person refers to Sarah as their partner. So to me, they're either lesbians <laughs> or that's just official. Maybe you don't need to have that conversation anymore. Write in at readingforattention at gmail.com and tell us. Do you, do, you, do you still have to have that conversation? They do one made in Chelsea. They make a yeah. big song and dance about it. Well, that's what I want. That's what I've been... That's, I've grown up to believe that that is of paramount importance. I haven't deleted my dating apps yet. <sighs> he, honestly, you you stress me out so much. I would have I just don't... asked him on day two. Be like, yeah, shall we be together but... and let's delete all the apps? <laughs> well, I did do when I was drunk on day three. Why have you not deleted Hinge yet? He was like, you. I was like, <sighs> that's not the point. That's <laughs> fucking first. Um, you stole my joke there. I know I did. I did. But I don't feel bad about it. Because it was <laughs> such a good joke. <laughs> oh, that was a rowdy laugh for Friday lunchtime. <laughs> also, that's... this is exciting. We're recording it on the day it's going out. We can't make any. Oh my God, yeah. So that. Editing is easy peasy. Easy peeler. Oh, yeah, it should be out now. Yeah. Oh, well. It should be. Um, so, shall we move on to the book and the drink? Yeah. Right. It's me this week. It is. The book is, 
I'm Glad My Mom Died by Jeanette McCurdy. She spells Jeanette wrong. Yeah, it's Jeanette. <laughs> Jeanette. <laughs> oh, my friend Anna, who's just started listening to the podcast and she's working backwards. So she'll probably listen to this one. Hi, Anna. She sent us a... Uh, Hi, yeah. I'll, I'll get it. A list of American names or something. Hang on. Hmm. Uh, Hunter. She said, yeah, things like that. I've got an obsession with Reddit threads about horrendous baby names, and I thought you'd enjoy them too. <laughs> you have to refer to your mom now as Mary, but spell M-A-R-E-I-G-H. And Michael will be Michael M-A-I-G-H hyphen K-A-Y-L. But then there's like, oh, wait. <laughs> Did you see that? Because somebody gave birth to a baby obviously since Wednesday came out you know on Netflix and you know uh-huh. when people announce their baby names with like those um little pin boards where they pin letters into them yeah it's this picture and it's this baby and it said Wednesday spell what sorry I spelled in lowercase <laughs> that's okay what the middle name was like a like Ada and then Ms or something. So it was just Wednesday AM and then SNA. Thank God. There's one here. My friend suggested Araya Sunshine. <laughs> Beautiful name. I would have picked it if I didn't already name my daughter. Um right, but then there's a there's a a, a code you, where you do your first name, your middle name, your last name. So your mine is pay. Sun Ray. I'm Payson Ray. <laughs> you are Brax. <laughs> What's the J? Braxley. 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 Gray. Braxley Gray. Ooh, that sounds like oh. a porn star. Oh, I love that. That's great, actually. Braxley. That's better than Sarah fucking Jane. Oh. Or web, okay. I rest my case. <laughs> People were trying to tell us at the Christmas party that my name was really good because it was like simple and efficient. I was like, and you know who was telling me this? Actually, I can't who? say it. I'm just going to say it. Isabel Fernandez Moreno. I was like, you can get the fuck away trying to say that my name's good. <laughs> it's like, you know, I've, I've definitely told this story before, but when Kim was talking about name, Kim, Kim Kardashian, obviously. <laughs> Kim Woodburn. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say, it could be Kim Woodburn, could be Kim Kardashian, um, was talking about naming her children on Ellen. And she was like, I just like really short, snappy one syllable. <laughs> so she's got North, Saint, Psalm, and then she calls one Chicago. Just <laughs> not well. Like, we, we call her Shy. Shy. <laughs> yeah, Shy Town, Shy City. Anyway, I got completely distracted there. Yeah. Jeanette McC- McCurdy, I'm glad my mom died. And we're drinking a Cosmopolitan. And Sarah's Woo! drinking vodka, cranberry soda, and a segment of an easy peeler. Gorgeous. <laughs> um, so I chose this book because I saw it everywhere. I think the marketing campaign for this book was genius. I don't know what they did differently, but I think they spent a lot of money on it because she was everywhere. And... I don't know if it's that, the fact that it's been really well received, the fact that she's famous, but I I don't know if she's famous in the UK. Nah, I didn't know who she was. 
Um, but I looked on Good Goodreads and it was uh, all the top books of the year as voted for by users in different categories. And they were all reasonably close. But this one, like, won by an absolute landslide for memoir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, wow. Anyway, so she was in iCarly and then she was in Sam and Cat, which was a spin-off with Ariana Grande. And it's about how she's basically abused throughout her life by her mother, who then dies. Not a spoiler alert. Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, Sazzles, what did you mm-hmm. think? Just quickly, I'm looking at the cover now. Yeah. What does that look like? This is me going into English lit mode. What icon? Icon. What do you like mean? The rounded purple box, rounded at the edges. It's fucking Instagramable. And that was the marketing oh. campaign. It was all over Instagram. Wow. It's the most Instagrammable cover of all time. Like that, those colors, everything. Yeah, the colors are gorgeous. And it's got this like weird sort of 90s feel to it, which is very Instagram chic aesthetic at the minute. And then that was their entire marketing campaign, which was, yeah, completely successful because subliminally, subliminally, this just seeped its way into everyone's consciousness. Yeah. That's my take. Anyway, what did I think? I didn't like it. Oh, for God's sake. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, I don't, it's not, I don't, it's not as though I don't empathise with her and her story. She's obviously had a really difficult time. And I didn't actually get that sense that I sometimes get with memoirs where I'm like, why do you think I care about your life? Yeah. You know, and sometimes you're just like, are you that, are you that important? Like the best memoir I've ever read was Educated by Tamara Westover. And that, she's she's a nobody. But then I was, so I was like, why is this woman written about her life? And it's because her life is actually extraordinary and worth reading mm. about. Like stranger than fiction kind of thing. So normally I'm just a bit like about memoirs anyway. Um, mm. I didn't get that with this. It was really readable. And despite the fact that because of the abuse that she has suffered her entire life, she does become a bit of a mean spirited, like aggy person. I never felt like that towards her. I never, mm. you know, I never like blamed her for that. Um and I suppose the type of abuse that she faced, as most abuses, was like quite repetitive and as a standalone incident would seem quite minor and then it's just it builds up and it builds up. And I've kind of felt that way in the book, like it was incredibly repetitive. A huge part of the abuse is this sort of inherited eating disorder when she's 11 years old she starts to go through puberty and she's desperate to stay a child and look like a child because she knows that that's what her mum likes best and her mum's like oh well I can help with that like with the with not growing boobs and stuff and she's like it's called calorie deficit and then begins this lifelong battle with anorexia and bulimia and Mm -hmm. binging and purging and everything like that um but there were part, and I and I understand that the most successful way of relaying that kind of like hellscape that people are trapped in is by repetition. Like sh- that was her life; it was like every single day, and so we got showed that every single day. Or like it seemed there was just chapter after chapter of examples of when she would go to an event and then binge, and then she would purge, or she would 
go to meet someone and then she would binge and then purge or whatever. And I, and it really did wear you down in the same way that it must have wore her down. Mm-hmm. But it, I just was a bit like, I don't know. I don't know. I just, all I'm saying is that it, like, it sounds as though I enjoyed it and I didn't, which I suppose is like maybe just the content taking the, Rains like it's just not enjoyable content, so it's just a bit like, oh god. But yeah, it was a really easy read, and I really empathise with her. And it's just, it's the uh, going on a bit of a sidetrack again, but it's like that harsh reality, you know, where we have that kind of obsession with celebrities and we want to see the private. Mm-hmm um parts so much we desperately want to see them because we imagine that they're going to be as glamorous as the public parts and we want to be like oh that could be my life as well like all I do in my free time is look at architectural digest videos of like celebrities houses and I'm like oh my god all I want to do is swan around that villa and swing on that swing over the pool Nicole Scherzinger um and this is like the harsh reality which is that Mm -hmm. in private it's it's equally as grim as a an everyday non-famous person's life if not more so it doesn't matter that she has money or fame or success it's just a grim existence but yeah didn't like it <laughs> what did you think I mean I agree with a lot of what you've said the content is very heavy hmm. but <clears throat> I think she finds the humor in a lot of it it's there's quite a lot of ironic wit Mm. which I think is one of obviously her coping mechanisms I think it's what look at at how skinny that segment is that is skinny little and large (laughs) Um, but I thought it was intensely readable Mm. and thrown us <laughs> hey god are we keeping that in what do you think I don't know um, I thought it was really well written and I can see why it's done so well she's got a, she's got a two a three book deal with them I think now yeah. um what I loved about it was how it's written in chronological order, as memoirs often are. And she's writing in the voice of whatever age she is. So she begins to unravel and and recognise the abuse in real time, Mm. which is just, I think, a, a really nice sort of technique because at the beginning you're like oh my god she just does not see this at all she's completely yeah gaslit by a man constantly and it's a caregiver and I don't think I've read anything about abuse I mean it's not my favorite subject (laughs) but uh I thought that was clever and interesting (laughs) and yeah it just felt so immediate it's all written in first person present tense present tense she's noticing things as she's getting older and she just lives her life completely she's basically a martyr to her mother like a mom wants her to be this famous child star and she's like okay then and somehow she does it she doesn't seem to come from money Mm. 
She does it the hard way. She goes and auditions, but she never really likes acting. She's clearly very good at it. And she creates this life for herself where she becomes essentially on the surface, a rich child star starring alongside Ariana Grande. But she doesn't want any of it. And I, I think that's incredibly impressive. Like I can't yeah. get the things that I want. Yeah, like, I know. I was thinking, shit, I wish I had been forced into that. I know. Yeah. Was that your takeaway? Like, oh, jealous. Yeah, I know. I was like, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, but you're so right about the Instagram. I think it's really captured the hearts of probably not even her generation. I reckon it's younger. Yeah. I don't. How old is she? She's my age. She's about, I think she's more like my age. Um, 22. This is a bit of a spoiler, but I just want to briefly touch upon what you mentioned there about Ariana Grande. Mm. I thought there was going to be some sort of, so she does a, a quick chapter Stay. on. All oh, right. So they've got, they, after iCarly, there was a spin-off show with her character, Sam, and then a new character, Kat. And that character was played by. Dual Ariana spin-offs. So. Oh, uh, what was Ariana Kat Grande before? Victorious, I think. So there's, there's two Disney shows that were really successful they took a character from each of them and created a, another spin-off weird yeah it's weird um and then she does this chapter on working with ariana grande and she because it's present tense so she talks about how she doesn't like her basically um and she's jealous of her she's ariana grande is beginning to embark upon this now supersonic career that she has and she's getting recognized as a, an incredible singer and whatever and like a pop icon and she's just not and she's like well and 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 she and ariana grande gets to leave set for months mm -hmm. at a time to go on tour and record or whatever and she was never given those same kind of privileges um and then i don't know if we were meant to make this link this is also a bit of a spoiler but later on she's working on this spin-off under the like um because she really doesn't want to do it she didn't want to go back and do it and then she's doing it under the what is it like caveat or clause that she'll get to direct one mm -hmm. of the episodes and spoiler she doesn't she doesn't get that and then it transpires that somebody very influential on the show has said that they will quit if she gets the opportunity to direct and I don't know if we're meant to draw that parallel but I was like right well that's Ariana Grande Oh, that's oh. Cool that. Did you not think that? I didn't. I must have missed that. That was, I, it just felt because there was no other tension on that show or, or in that section other than between her and Ariana Grande. And then oh. what I found really interesting was there was no resolution arc. I really thought there was going to be a chapter about how actually it turned out that her and Ariana really got on and they were good friends and that she just misunderstood it all. That wasn't. And now. Yeah. Well, yeah, because she, she made a big point about how she's best friends with Miranda Cosgrove, who was yeah. the other kid in iCarly. Um, but that constituted a big part of the marketing campaign. And, and I, well, it's what oh, the did press. It? Well, I th this is the thing. And I'm sure it's engineered because why wouldn't it be? But obviously, that was what the press picked up on immediately. They talked about the name of the book yeah. and how you know, uh, inflammatory that is. And actually, when you think about it, that sentiment of being glad a mom dies doesn't actually come through. It never happens, um, yeah. So I'm guessing somebody said, let's call it this, because that's a really 
you know, catchy title. And then uh-huh. the other thing was every single journalist. I've, I got into a weird thing of watching all of our interviews, asked her about Ariana Grande and they picked out that bit. And um, so I'm uh-huh. sh- they, I'm, obviously they knew that was going to happen. Uh, but yes, yeah, she essentially just... I, what I like about her, she speaks about it quite dispassionately. She doesn't yeah. say, you know, I feel terrible about it. She's just like, no, I was jealous of her. I was jealous of her because I didn't want to do it. And she was becoming a pop star and getting loads of time off. She just speaks about it in like the facts. And I appreciate yeah. that. But, and I don't know if Ariana Grande has commented, probably not, but maybe you're right. Um, mm. I did tell you at the end of last episode, how fucking shocking ariana grande is in well i watched a clip mm. after you'd said that and it was yeah ridiculous it's embarrassing I mean, those types of shows because then i watched a few clips of iCarly. I, I can't believe that they were like made i don't know they're just so they're not cool. quality yeah they're not quality shows i feel like there are some real quality kids shows yeah particularly particularly coming from America I'd say there's like a lot of them but these two I've looked and neither of them were particularly well received by critics like well that like whole Nickelodeon Disney they're just oh it was Nickelodeon wasn't it not Disney they just breed like child stars don't they that's their yeah just yeah these... no yeah I don't know yeah but just not good just crap um yeah. I loved when they made a tri- they tried to force her to be a country music star Oh, how good was that? And she's just like, for fuck's sake. I know, she's like, this is absolutely awful. I haven't actually listened to that. I, I was meaning to. But she basically comes out with a, an album of country songs. <laughs> and she just does not want to be there at all in any of these situations. And I think she yeah. quotes a couple of the lyrics and they're just absolutely awful. Awful. Just, yeah, um, she's just a proper puppet. Going back to that dispassion. Mm. That, right that you're talking about i saw a quick what would that be dispassion i don't know can it be like a noun that non oh nonchalance i don't know yeah stoicism i don't know but i don't think it's stoicism i think it's like a total lack of fucks anyway yeah she i saw a clip of her doing red fuckless. table fuckless um, have you ever watched any Red Table Talk? I think I have. Yeah, I, I do kind of enjoy them. Mm. Yeah. Um, and she reads out a mum sends her an email at one point, and it is like, if she hadn't been so believable the whole point, that's where I would have been like, nah, surely fucking not. Surely that can't be real. Mm. And she reads the email out on um that interview and she's just and she's almost laughing when she reads it because she herself is just like it's fucking ridiculous that my mum, my own mum sent me this email. Um and like Willow and um Jada and the grandma whose name I can't remember are like all horrified by the scene when she's like ha 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 closes the book. No like what the fuck? She just doesn't give a shit. And I don't know if that's as a result if that's like her actual personality or a result of this ye- these years of abuse. But she's obviously like resilient as fuck. Well, I know, but I mean, I guess it's how else do you cope? She just has to completely take herself out of it. I mean, it's awful, the stuff that she goes through. And it's also yeah. sexual abuse. And yeah, and then she's the the big producer on the show. The creator, she calls him, but he's, you can Google him. Uh, he's <coughs> a massive abuser. So she's just oh, surrounded. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The the creator. Uh huh. Outside of the book, like, is that a known? Yeah, it's known. 
but this book obviously was I think he's called Schneider someone Dan Schneider oh, oh. my brain is excellent uh, <laughs> yeah that one yeah so that's him he did all of them he did Sam and Kat iCarly Zoe 101 was that Jamie Lynn Spears no that was um it fucking was all right. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that? Who played? Um, was she called Melissa in Drake and Josh? She got a spin-off, didn't she? Or was that Disney Channel? Oh, uh, he did. He did that as well, though. Who is it? I've never seen that. Uh, Miranda Cosgrove. Oh, so that's her spin-off is iCarly. No. No, I think she's just in this as well. I don't know. There seems to be some sort of metaverse of all of yeah, these different. Be... And I Parley, I Parley, I Carly <laughs> came back in 2020. Oh, that's right. Because in the, we're spoiling yeah. it all, but it's not like a narrative thing. Like, yeah, no, nah, they're not, yeah. not plotty. Um, Cause I Carly came back in 2021 and Miranda Cosgrove did it, I think. And she rang Jeanette and was like, how is she called Jeanette? It doesn't work. Um, she rang Jeanette and said, Please do not please do it, but you want to do it. And she's like, sorry, absolutely not. Uh positive reviews. Ooh. Oh, and it's got a second and third season. Oh, that's my and Christmas. Dan watch. Schneider is is he yeah, still I involved? Do, I do recognize that name a lot. Miranda Cosgrove, you know what I know her from is School of Rock. She's the geek, she's yeah. not geek, she's the clever one in School of Rock. <laughs> um <sighs> interesting oh it's just so what's the word I want to say lurid but that's like gaudy isn't it I mean seedy yeah like insipid insidious what's insipid mean that sounds I think that means like you're white in the face or is that pallid that's pallid insipid but that insipid or lacking flavor lacking flavor well it's that as well Lacking taste. It's this just horrible underworld of kids' TV. I mean, if you look at his career, he's absolutely prolific. This creator guy. There are... Ted Keenan and Kelly did, The Amanda Show. Jeez Louise. So many. So he's... I mean, if he is an abuser, which obviously he is, I'm I'm not famous enough to have to say allegedly, he's created this world where he's surrounded by vulnerable children mm-hmm. Ugh, I don't know if he's a pedo yeah well, doesn't I'm getting the word nonce uh it was accused of misconduct by former employees but the, including I'm guessing kids yeah you um <laughs> yeah but I was gripped really I liked it I really liked it a lot yeah I can I, uh, I'll read our next thing I like our voice uh, she's, and this is what she wants to be doing she said she, she wanted to write and I'm like good for you she's lived a thousand lives by the time she's 30 and now she can be who she wants to be that was something that really got me at the end was I was just like she's spent at least 27 years that she'll never ever get back I know that no one gets the years back but like the most crucial and important part of her life is has just been destroyed and like will ha- forever be tainted do you know what I mean I, it re- that part really got me when she was like mm-hmm. that's it I never got 
I never got the chance to be a child and I never got the chance to figure out who I am. I don't know who I am without this abuse and without my mum and without this job and whatever. That bit, I was like, oh my fucking God, like a lifetime of abuse. No. I mean, I'm hoping that that's changing now. She's yeah. She seems quite sound. She does. She does seem dead sound. I like uh, her. I just didn't like the content. <laughs> Well, that's understandable. The content is it's I mean, it's so triggering. If you've if if Oh yeah. If you've had eating disorders or abuse or anything, I probably wouldn't recommend reading this. Yeah. Um she's also an alcoholic. <laughs> Fab. Oh yeah. Oh my <laughs> and god, that is uncomfortable. Wine vodka, what was she calling them? Yeah. Winodkas or Oh, I'd, I mean, I know we joke about my alcohol intake, but even I found that difficult. Yeah. It's just, wow, a spiral downward. And then when she got that Netflix show. Oh, my God. Oh, it's really good. You know, you should read it, Use. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think I I think I would recommend it, actually. Yeah. It's, it's, it's it feels like a cultural moment as well because of how well it's done. So it's like Fifty Shades of Grey, you know. Uh, I want to know what a deal was, but they just wouldn't publish that with the, Nah. So, it sold out within 24 hours of going on sale at Amazon, Target, and Barnes and Noble. Same month, it became number one on New York bestseller list, selling over 200,000 copies on all formats in its first week. It was met with rave reviews. Um, yeah. Go Jet, go Jeanette. Do does she have a show? Oh, Jenny. 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 That's better, Jenny. Yeah. And Lena Dunham's written a quote for the cover. She's well, that makes to... sense, doesn't it? Like Instagram. Oh, yeah. an, important, an important cultural document. It is. So if nothing else, go and do loads of Googling. If you like celebrity gossip like me, mm. it's just, just loads. Get yourself in a, a wormhole. Um, so maybe have a look and see if Ariana did respond. Don't think she did, but I'd like to know. So email in yeah. if she did. Um, they're still friends with Miranda, which seems nice. Apparently she which wasn't in the book apparently at one point Miranda Cosgrove just found her unconscious on her bathroom floor like on Miranda's <sighs> bathroom oh, floor because she was so ill God. teeth falling out and everything but I, I like to think that she's quite happy now she still lives in Hollywood or LA I feel like she needs to go and live in like Canada in a nice little cabin in the woods somewhere and just yeah write and have a nice life trying I'm nice thinking Wyoming yeah mm-hmm. she suits yeah. Wyoming yeah, I agree. And, it, and the book is based on a one-woman show that she started doing, but then COVID cancelled it. Yeah, I saw that. And she did two, didn't she, that were sellout? Mm-hmm. I quite fancy that, you know? But it is funny. It's it so is. funny. It's like, it's like, it's like um, yeah, like you said, a, a wry, ironic, very yeah. British humour. Yeah, she's not, so. like a, she's not like an annoying American. Sorry, American listeners. We love you. Well, you're not annoying, American listeners. It's just every other American. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've got a new word for you. Yes. You know Penny Mordant? She no. was one of the oh, she was one of the uh candidates for the Tory leadership race right. at one point. Anyway. Oh yeah. The one with the fit brother. Yeah. Yeah. Uh well Mordant. You might know this already. Do you know what it means? Adent. More dent. Let me think about it. More dent. Yeah. No. 
Um, more dance. More dancing. More, that's it. It means more dancing. Penny more dancing. At the end of the night, when you know, like a, a concert, they do encores and mm-hmm. like dance shows, they do more dance. Yeah. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> so what it means is, especially of humor, and this is why I read it because oh. someone said this book was mordantly funny. Especially of humor, having or showing a sharp or critical quality, biting. Ooh, like what's that. the etymology of that? Let's have a look. Mord. Mord. Uh, from Mordor. <laughs> uh, late 15th century. Oh, mord. Oh, mord. Mordre means to bite in French. Oh. oh, I thought it meant death. No, more means death. But oh. to die is mourir, I think. I don't know. Right. Great. Uh, is that enough of that, do you think? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you very much, Jeanette McCurry. Thank you and sorry. I hope you're mega, mega, mega fucking rich. And you get to kick back now and really enjoy life. Yeah. I wonder what our next books are going to be about. Mm. Hopefully, an expose on Ariana Grande. Yeah. That's what we're all craving. (laughs) Cheers, Jen. Um, tell me something mildly funny. What the fuck is that? Oh, my mum's told me to stop swearing. She called me the other day. She said, I've got a bone to pick with you, young lady. Oh, and I was God. Like, oh, yeah, what now? She said, I don't remember saying that I couldn't take you to the doctors when you had that ear infection. I was like, yeah, because you were pissed. She said, <laughs> well, did that happen? And I was like, yeah, it happened. And she's like, well. Well, I would have taken you to the... I wouldn't have been able to take you to the doctor in the evening anyway. And I was like, no, it was A&E. And you couldn't go because you were pissed. You made me sound like such a bad mother. Mum, you're not a bad mother. You're a very, very, very good mother. There are just a few blips. I was listening to that bit in Sainsbury's and I, and I actually had this exact thought. I was like, Christine's not going to like that. Oh, no, she's not a fan. <laughs> um, update on Michael's ear infection. Yeah, it's back. Well, kind of, but that's not the point. Um, so he's been on all of these different drops. Yesterday, he went to hospital, he had an appointment. And then they were like, oh, we're going to test your hearing. Like, it was a hearing test. And he was like, I didn't know that. Then they didn't do that. But what he did do was, I feel like you you quite like this kind of thing, put a really, really, really tiny needle in and sucked out what Michael Ooh. referred to as a snail. Oh! And it was just a ball of infection. And oh. basically the drops haven't been getting in because it's just blocked by this massive slug. Oh. Uh, and that it was on the wrong drops as well. Lol. Oh, um, but he's pulled it out and he, and he said, now he's, he, your ears could be in a book now because they're so clean. But he basically just said, Michael said, how do you clean your ears? Because he's like, do not yeah. use cotton buds. And he went, you don't. They clean themselves. Don't put anything in your ears ever. No, no, but I just love that sensation so much. It makes my well, mouth water. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, I don't use cotton buds, but honestly, I've been put off for life putting anything in my ear after him. Do you remember when Laura uh, Blakey kept getting them stuck in her ear? Oh, my God, use. <laughs> that was that one was... of the funniest jokes I've ever told. What was it? The time of death one. I can't remember it. 
So our friend Laura is a doctor and she is cleaning her ears. Same reason as me, because she knows that it's bad, but it just feels so good. Mm. And she kept the little cotton, because she was proper jamming them in her ear, <laughs> like touching her brain. The little cotton ball kept coming up and just getting lodged in, the, in her ear. And uh, she just didn't realise that that was happening. And then she, her hearing was like steadily getting worse and worse. And, she, and she's Geordie and she said, yeah, I mean, I knew it was bad when I was taking a, like a, she was using a stethoscope to listen to a patient's chest. She said, and I couldn't hear his heart. <laughs> and I said, can you imagine if Laura Blakey just closed someone's eyes and went time of death? <laughs> Wide awake. <laughs> time of death. I'm afraid we've lost them. <laughs> Three fifteen. Yeah. But I'm, I'm here. And then she got them pulled out and she said that they were absolutely disgusting. I'm pretty sure she swore us to secrecy on this story as well, because it's I'm pretty not- sure she sent were pictures. But like <gasps> there was there was multiple like in there. There was multiple ends of co- and I was like, how did you not notice that it'd come off? I just I just does not compute. I don't understand. No, but that's not that's not Laura Blakey style. You know that she was just jamming them in, not yeah. looking at her fines, just chucking them in the bin and then running off somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think I've told this before, but I remember reading a news article about an old woman who went to the opticians because she was having a bit of eye pain. Oh, don't, yeah. yeah. And there were something like 28 contact lenses. 20, 24, absolutely, yeah. 24 yeah. contact lenses stuck in the back of her eye. Oh, oh. Because <laughs> she just she thought they just dissolved. <laughs> What a moron. She deserves to go blind. <laughs> um, I can't believe it, Paul. I can't believe it's Christmas next week. I can't believe I'm finishing today. I'm orgasmic about it. I'm so... I'm having two days to myself because Michael's working Monday, Tuesday, bless him. I'm going to go to the cinema on my own. Yeah. What else am I going to do? I think on Monday I'm just going to lie in bed all day with Rocky watch films and get Michael to just bring us everything. I might even get him to bring us like a jug to piss in so I don't have to go to the toilet. <laughs> oh, it's going to um, be so good. How long have you got Rocky for? Do you just get him at the weekends? No Mondays. Although he got snowed in this Monday, so we couldn't get him. Oh. I've showed you the picture of him in these little booties, haven't I? Yeah, that, he's not a you know good what? He's Everyone's so mean it, about that when he, when he wants to treat you, stands up. Yeah, no, that is quite cute. Yeah, everyone at work is just horrified. Yeah, he looks like oh. a grandma. Oh, I was going to tell a story, but it's not funny. But so I'll just tell really a bridge version. But I've never laughed so much in years because <laughs> this girl from work, we're talking about the most famous people we've ever met, and um, I'm gonna I'm gonna send you the picture because I, I do think it's just objectively quite funny. And she said she met Taylor Swift and oh, basically no. she was 12 and she was wearing the You Belong With Me glasses and like a nerd, like a nerd with her sister. And this woman came up and was like, have you ever met Taylor Swift? And she was like, no, do you want to come backstage and meet her in this tea party or whatever? And she was like, yeah. And then she said she couldn't stop crying for the rest of the concert. So like <laughs> she was just sobbing. And then I'll let you read the caption at your own leisure because it's quite long. So just read it after. But this is the picture. Oh, no. What have I done? Oh, you've just shown me the caption. That's the caption, but I'll show you the picture. 
I can't stop thinking about it. I told Michael this morning and I couldn't breathe. My ribs were shocking. But wait. <laughs> the picture, because our glasses are steamed up because she's been crying so much. <laughs> How funny is that? She looks like and, and Taylor Swift is flawless. Yeah, like an actual well, she looks like Taylor Swift. And yeah. I love about it is that it was a it was a um it was a profile picture because she was like, I need this as my profile picture because I've met Taylor Swift, so the caption is basically just describing why she looks like that. Who's the one celebrity oh. you would get a picture with? Because I there's just unless it was no, there's just no one. Maybe I, no. I've done it before. Oh, with like the Jory Shaw lot. You know, um, oh, that was before Geordie Shaw. They weren't famous um, at that point. I was just licking his back. Uh, right. No, Mar- Mary Pierce. Who's Mary Pierce? You don't know Mary Pierce? Do I? You don't know two-time Grand Slam champion, oh. French superstar Mary Pierce, former I world do. number three. I do. So silly of me. I don't know how she slipped my mind. I was obsessed with Mary Pierce. Um, and... Oh, honestly, <laughs> this is really embarrassing, actually. Anyway, I met, I saw her at Wimbledon and I got a picture with her. Um, but basically, Mary Pierce, right? She was a prodigy, young young teenage prodigy. Abusive father, though. Uh-huh. She won the Australian Open in 1995 and she won the French Open in 2000. Then she went on a bit of a dip. Oh, God, my ribs. But then... 2005, she had a resurgent season. She got the final of the French Open, final of the US Open, final of the WTF finals. It was incredible. Yeah. Then got a bit injured. End of 2006, she tears that ACL, right? On court (gasps) is screaming. I recommend you watch the video. Screaming, screaming, screaming. Ends her career, right? I was watching that match live. She'd had, not like in person, on the TV. She'd had two match points as well, which just made it even more horrific. And... What happens then? Do uh, they win by default? Yeah, retirement. So I really got upset, really upset. How old would I have been here? 2006, October. Around about just turning 15. I cried so much. (laughs) So much that I got (laughs) incredibly ill. So... My family were all going to visit some, I don't know why, what we've been doing in October, but they were going on a road trip to like visit my auntie. I couldn't go. I was so ill. I had to go to Anna's house and be cared for. You know when your immune system just goes down because you cried? So I was vomiting. It was absolutely awful. Um, Mary Pierce. It's like when God. you got that Simpsons game and you <laughs> made yourself ill with Futurama that. Futurama game. I got Futurama. so obsessed with it. That I got you... ill and happy off school. I was telling um someone this story the other day and it made me realise we're quite similar, you and I. Did you ever watch Mia Cat Manor when you were growing up? Was that like real Mia Cat? Yeah. 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 So my brother used narrated... to love it. Narrated by Bill Nye. Oh. It was my all time favourite TV show and it was on every Sunday night at 5pm and my mum was really invested in like my interest in it so if we were like out and about you have to be home for Meerkat Manor and I, like, I do oh. I have to be back for Meerkat do you want to make a bit more noise? <laughs> Jack's just making herself some super noodles 
Oh, I love super noodles. I actually prefer off-brand noodles. Ones. Yeah, oh. I don't. I don't like. I don't like the branded ones as much. I like the cheapy ones. Anyway, carry on. Oh, yeah, just boil the kettle as well. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was obsessed with it. Unhealthily obsessed with it. And I don't know if you're familiar with Flower, who was the matriarch of yep, the I am. oh of the Whiskers family, the biggest mm-hmm. meerkat family in in the TV show. And she was just fucking class. Basically, what happened, very very long story short, is that Sophie, one of her daughters, gets pregnant, and obviously in meerkat law, that is illegal. If you want the matriarch, you're out on your ass. But Flower was just such a special mia cat she was like you know what sophie i love you and you can stay and flower was pregnant at the same time as well so they had these litters of pups together at the same time and they just took care of them together mother and daughter looked after the pups Aww. together and it was really wonderful and then one day the warren had gotten too small because obviously there were now about 400 meerkats living in this burrow so all of the other meerkats go on a little expedition to find a new warren for everyone to live in. And F- Sophie, the new mum, has to stay behind on lookout. And obviously she's fucking knackered because she's a new mum. And there's this image of her and she's just sitting on top of this mound, like doing lookout, and she's dropping off like this. <laughs> it's like I do a meeting. <laughs> and, um, and while she's asleep, a snake wiggles into the burrow and it's deadly venomous snake and you're like shit sophie wake up wake up wake up like there's a snake it's going towards the pups but obviously the burrow's big it's winding there's lots of cavities but it's it's getting there mm. um sophie's fast asleep and everything everything's gone to shit and then in the distance you see all those little tails like you know how they like look like little mm. candles sprinting over the hill and somehow they just know they've sensed this danger and they get back in the nick of time and they all go into the burrow and they see the snake and they're all shit scared of the snake they're like fuck no i'm not dealing with that and come back out and they're all like <gasps> the pups not flower not flower she goes into the burrow and one by one she takes the pups out including sophie's pups not just her own including sophie she drags them all out one by one gets them to safety and then i'm gonna get emotional there's this shot of the desert the savannah and it's like panning up you don't pan up do you but it's going up from the bottom of Flower's body to the top. And it's like, Bill Nye's like, but in this very dangerous expedition, Flower has suffered a fatal injury. And then it gets to a head and the snake had bitten her on the head. And the head had doubled in size. So she's just oh. this tiny little meerkat with this huge, massive noggin. And she died. And I had to take the next day off school. That was so compelling. I was really with you the whole time. I mean, it did get a bit funny with a huge head, but I thought you were going to say it bit her head off. (laughs) I was distraught. I could not. I was distraught. And I used to watch it on my mum's bed. My mum had a little TV in her bedroom and I used to watch it there and she'd be making tea downstairs. And then I would go downstairs and tell her everything that had happened in Meerkat Manor. And I went downstairs and I couldn't speak. Oh, my God. And then, yeah. That's it. I, to... I think I had a couple of days off school. <laughs> um, it's funny because one of my closest friends' babies is proper dramatic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's not a baby anymore. She's like four or something, which is proper dramatic. And and our grandma, who were f- family friends, was like, 
Molly feels emotions quite strongly. <laughs> and I was like, hard fucking relate to that. That is <laughs> definitely me and you in childhood. She's hilarious though. She, she, uh, last Christmas, she just went into the kitchen, took one singular bite out of every apple and put them in the bin. <laughs> she just had little teeth marks in the apple. Fucking hilarious. Um, the thing I was going to talk about, but let's do it next time, is that let's just out ourselves now. It's fucking Kate Winslet, okay? It's Kate Winslet's daughter. Um, because they're both in this show together. And then yeah. you sent me an interesting article about nepotism. Um, and I haven't watched it. So I think we should watch that and report back. Yeah. Okay. Sounds good. Although I do feel a bit um, like I'll have to remain quite stum opinion wise. Why? Because. Ah, nah, fuck it. Is she still friends with any of your friends? No, but some of them saw it a few days ago. Okay. Oh, well, I'll, I'll be honest. Okay. Um, great. All right, shall we move on to next week's book and drag? Yeah! Woo-hoo! Oh, drink. Okay, I've got one. Um, so, it's our Christmas special. You know, Paul and I like to do porn books for our Christmas special. I've started reading it, have you? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh. Oh. Let, me, let me find it. I've got it on my Kindle. It's called kidnapped by the pirate colon gay romance um uh, yeah it's by our beloved kira andrews who might be my favorite author of all time mm-hmm. it's it's not christmasy per se but it's it's piratey and Horny. i'm i'm loving it loving it it's so good far. i'm it's really cool. enjoying it <laughs> me too like i'm invested and i'm only 10 percent mm. um and that will be our christmas spectacular and to drink, maybe we should do some kind of like spiced r- mulled rum. It's got to be rum, hasn't it? So yeah, Bloody let's rum. find like a Christmassy rummy drink. Yeah, like maybe apple, spicy, apple mulled rum, cinnamon. Gorge, that sounds I- idyllic. Is that just oh, idyllic? Yeah, just chuck it all together because I feel that's what pirates would do. Yeah. What I don't understand is the word ideal. Yeah. And the word idyll. Yeah. Like so. idyllic are not related, are they? But I always no. think of them basically meaning the same thing. Yeah. But I don't know too. if they if they do. Also, isn't idyllic a little bit more like a place? Yeah. Like a oh, I don't know. The uh, utopia. Yeah, I'm gonna Google the difference. Uh fantastic. I cannot wait. I always gonna do it on monday yeah we'll do it on monday okay fabulous <laughs> um all right then baby i'll see you monday can't wait for the christmas special oh so excited god i need more botox for that forehead it's <laughs> gorgeous bye okay. love you bye love you bye